Welcome back to the first barbecue sessions with Paulie and Squib for 2022. Nobody asked, but we answered the call. Uh, we're hoping to bring you some more of the same, hopefully throw in a few more guests. Might as well get started. G'day, fan sports. G'day, sports fans. How are we going? Not too bad. So, uh, look, just quickly going through the uh, rundown today. So, we'll have a quick little catch-up. I know everyone's been uh, dying to hear our thoughts on life. Uh, then we'll go into a bit of talk and footy where finally, after uh, much talk last year of having some foreign correspondence with Yuri uh, Hunt, um, we've managed to track down a South African. Uh, Graham Krieger is his name, and he's going to be giving us a little bit of a report on uh, how the game's flowing over there. Uh, then we'll go into our 12th pick watch. Can, this is, can I just pull sorry, you up mate. quickly? Sorry, Paulie. Uh, look... I think it's safe to say, sports fans, there's clearly a reason why we couldn't get Yurik Hunt uh, back for correspondence. Uh, we just want to say we stand with Ukraine and all the best to you, Yurik. Uh, get back in touch with us and stay safe, brother. Sorry, mate. Back to the uh, rundown. Yes, yes. That's, um, yeah, very, very true there. Uh, so, yeah, 12th pick watch. Uh, might as well just, I reckon we just call this the want to be Tommy watch. <laughs> you know what? Let's, you know, it, it is a new segment. It was something we threw around in the uh, old draft room. Um, and so, yeah, look, the name's open and I think the want to be Tommy watch is good. Let's run with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we'll have our draft review. And uh, from the parts of the draft that I can remember anyway, um, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, there's a lot of that night I don't remember. Uh, and then we'll sign off. Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. Um, I'm glad you brought up the draft and the parts you don't remember. A bit wobbly-legged there a bit, Paulie, weren't you? Oh, to say the least. It's dangerous sitting behind the laptop, mate, because you're sitting there, you're taking all the names, and you're like, hold on, you know what? I need to urinate. Yeah. And you get up and go, holy shit, I don't remember how to stand. Yep. And there was a couple <laughs> times I was like... Oh, okay, I didn't think I drank that much yet, but no, that's that's really starting to starting to take its toll. Normally, you know, you've got the uh, you got the legs because you're walking around, you're walking it off, whatever. And yeah, you just yeah. sit there typing everyone's names, and you just get up, you're like, oh shit, hit me yeah. like a ton of bricks. But uh, <laughs> stayed on my feet, didn't lose the draft picks. Although I wish I had lost some people's draft picks. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Okay get into that a bit later but how good was adult christmas or more importantly dominado cup christmas I'm like, you got to be careful like you know this go this goes out to the international audience they hear adult christmas and <laughs> who knows what sort of sponsorship we're going to pick up <laughs> well in that case i'm going to keep referring to it as adult christmas uh, <laughs> let's see what we do pick up um but <laughs> but no another great night i thought um the beers were flowing I did have myself a succulent Chinese meal and did not get charged for it. Um, and no one grabbed your penis. Nobody grabbed my penis or knew their judo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Most importantly, nobody What's shit in a pot plant. Yeah, no, look, I don't know if that's most importantly. I think that's... <laughs> and with great disappointment, nobody <laughs> shit in a pot plant. Mate, mate, the bar was set pretty high last year, and uh, yeah, it's safe to say that we're no high jumpers, are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I just got to say that 
the difference, I, I know we're, we're skipping ahead here and we'll probably talk about it a bit more, but the difference of Cabbage sober to uh, Cabbage when he was, he was a bit loose. <laughs> he goes mate. in plump plans to uh, picking up some decent draft players. And it's like, mate, prefer you when you're drunk. And, and the worst part about it too is uh, he didn't plan. No, no paperwork, no list. He just started flicking through football names and would write three down. And if the top one wasn't picked, that was who he was going. And the kid came up with some pretty good names. Yeah. As you said, we'll get we'll get into it a bit later when we look at the teams. But but I think, yeah. I, new, I much prefer loose cabbage, though. I'm going yeah. to be fair. New, new rule for, uh, for 2023 draft. If you're not there... You can't be first when the names are drawn. If you're not there, you can't be first. We know Mate, that. I thought you said new rule. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying you, you've got to add to that one. Okay. <laughs> but the that, rule... I, th- I think it's a pretty... And you know what? Kev was proper dirty on that too. Like he <laughs> properly didn't talk to us for at least the first 15 minutes of the draft <laughs> because of that. And, and you know what? After being drawn three times and getting done on the fourth, I can kind of understand that, yeah, he was proper dirty. Proper yeah. dirty. Stewie was quick to throw everybody under the bus, oh, though. Was he, That's right, Stewie. I know you're driving at the moment. Drive safe, brother. I know the weather's not good. But, yes, I'm dobbing you in, mate. You threw everybody under the bus and tried to play the angel in that. I said hey? just keep him. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, dead set. But how good. You know what? Like, it, it it was good to see. And to be fair, Paulie, this preseason has been relatively drama-free. Um, oh, now, oh, I don't oh, want to oh. pull the pin too early. I know we've still got a week before round one. But um, you know what? The silly buggers hasn't been as hectic. Yeah. We still have an issue with following who was drafted by who, and therefore you can't sign them. Uh, yeah, but as no, noted. Nothing, nothing as big as previously. Like, look, I'll no. throw my hand up, and I, I'm more than happy for you to uh, disclose this information. But uh, I nearly, I nearly did the silly buggers with uh, Jack DeBellin. Oh, well, I remember I messaged you about it, and I thought that yeah. um, when I saw Steve had cut him, I thought. What's going on here? Because yeah. I just had a quick look at the um, the price, and I just saw, yeah, he's, he's at least he's put double. He must have drafted him. Didn't go back and check the draft sheet. Yeah, and put was... the bid on, and I'm like, no, why would he cut him? And I send the message out to I think you, Frankie, and Ernie, saying, yeah. have you heard anything? How come how come Steve cut Jack DeBellin? Like, am I missing something? Like, I'm a Dragons fan, and I haven't heard that Jack DeBellin's out. <laughs> <laughs> and I think all three of you got back to me at the same time. Uh, oh, yeah. Dewey's draft pick. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, I can tell you I did have a line through to Stewie at one point, and he actually was having a laugh about it, saying that he nearly forgot because he put his normal draft uh, draft on, like bid on, um, and forgot about it, thinking nobody's going to draft him. So, so Steve snaked him from underneath him. And then uh, when Stewie's pointed it out, like it was only really a couple of days ago, he sent a quick message to me going, "Holy shit! I nearly forgot to redraft, uh, rebid on Jack DeBellin." <laughs> so yeah, it was it was around the same time you were messaging me, and so yeah, no, that was Stewie's draft pick, brother. Yeah, yeah. But hey, look, my name didn't go up. I didn't have to do the cut. So I'm, I'm yep. calling that I managed managed to uh, track my 
track my bullshit before it uh, actually bit me in the ass. So. Absolutely, yeah. mate. But look, uh, I just want to address the, uh, is it the white elephant in the room? Um, I don't know. It depends. Let's see the story and then I'll tell you if it's a white elephant or just an elephant. Well, the champs are back, baby. They are back. And we have got Tommy Dravojevic. And it wouldn't be Dominado Cup 2022 if Squibby didn't mention that his 12th pick managed to win him the premiership. And I have got my new ring. Uh, it is proudly around my finger. Luckily, oh, we're on okay. radio and I don't have to show anybody. But Biggins Beavers, baby, we're looking for back-to-back. Look, guys, uh, anyone that's listening, I'm. No, we do have a video link here, so I can see where... Uh, you know, Squibs ring, and uh, it's not a pretty sight. No, he's no, the his, other ring, got, brother. He's got the his ring, ring around his finger, and I'm just like, mate, <laughs> mate, stop it. <laughs> oh, how good, but mate, it's it's. I'd ask you, or more importantly, I'd like celebrate with you what this feels like. But where's Newt? Yeah, yeah, you'd want it, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, but. I also want to also bring up from the draft night, and, and you know what? We've legitimately got to get better at this, boys. We have a buy this year, and that means we have a free spot open for 2023. Um, and can I suggest, please find somebody reliable who's actually going to turn up for draft night and get amongst it. Yeah. All right? We've got our free spot open. Let's Let's... Enjoy the buy this year, uh, but let's get all 12 teams back into it next year. But for fuck's sake, pick somebody who's actually going to come. Like, Cole, I know you're listening to this. Hopefully you're listening to it with the boys. What was old mate's name, Paul? Beans. Beans. Beans, you weak piece of shit. Hey, look, I'm Why? just glad he uh, does bird proofing on a roof better than he does rocking up to a draft. <sighs> Honestly. Like, and I'm pretty sure it was for a good solid week we were making sure we had this locked in, right? Don't think you're off the hook either, Paul. Oh, mate, I'm, mate. I'm, I'm the one. mate, Kevy, but, but at least Kevy pulled out with enough time to go, hey, Beans, you run, you want to run? Um, <laughs> by all reports, Beans was keen. I'll tell you right? what, all, all I think about every time I hear Beans is old school. Fuck Beans, that oh, was yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. No, that's not old school. But Beans... No, no, that's... um. Honestly. Shit. Oh, Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. There yeah, we go. When, uh, Will, Will yeah. Farrell, he, he lets them go through. He's like, fuck Beans. That was them. <laughs> well, I'm glad you, you got that little one in there, Paulie. But, <laughs> but Cole, I hope you're playing this to the boys at work. Beans, you weak piece of shit. If you want to be up for next year, just so you know, you're now paying double. Yep. All right. Um, any of the other boys who happen to be around the radio as well, feel free to take Bean's spot. All right. There's no point this year. We've already cleaned up all the decent players, so you're guaranteed to come last. Uh, but for 2023, you know, getting Coles here, come and join us because it, what a week showing that was. Ah, uh, Look. I'm just glad that uh, I think the majority of boys that were there made up for it in terms of alcohol consumption. So, oh, no. <laughs> so that's all good. I, let's be I honest. Genuinely, we, we don't doubt Bolo, that We've kept the bolo in the uh, in the black for another year. They are welcome. 
That's why they look at the old fella behind the bar asked me, so what are you young lads doing out there with the laptop? Oh, mate, you haven't been around for a while if you don't know what this night is. <laughs> All right? This is what the bolo calls the floater night. <laughs> All right? You will get through the next 12 months thanks to us. Uh, and while you're at it, I'll have four great northerns. No tray. Booyah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't like your fingers in my beer, though. Oh, well, you know, I had to get them out there somehow. Our fingers seen, were the yeah. fingers in where your fingers the least are worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't right. see duck into the toilet before you. <laughs> uh, you're getting that brazen now. You don't even duck in the toilet to do that. <laughs> nah, true. When you've got a hog like me, you, you don't need a toilet. Don't you worry. <laughs> but you know what? It's good to be back, brother. I, uh... I know this is sort of the pre-season podcast. It is the getting everybody back into the field. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be talking footy. I'm happy to be talking Dominato Cup with you. Definitely. Catch up too. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of talking footy, why don't we roll into it? Well, why not, brother? Why not? Do you want to bring up the first subject? Yeah, look, uh, quite happy to. And... Um... Look, I'm just going off your notes here. DCE over Cleary for Australia, a.k.a. is Mal on crack? A hundred percent, mate. The kid's off his head. Like, right. I, I love it when we've got a topic that we disagree on because it's, oh. easier, it's easier to talk about. Yeah. But this one, it's like, what, what could we talk like, How? How does this even get a run? Well, I, I sent you like my talking points earlier uh, on in the week. And I think my first point was, right, I'm a Manly fan, okay? Not 100% a massive fan of DCE, but um, at the end of the day, I'm loyal to him because he's he's been a Manly boy for some time. But now, mate, let's have a look at Cleary in the last 12 months. Number seven for the winning state of origin New South Wales team. Check. Right? Smashed Queensland. Check. Weren't even in the game. Winning number seven for, were they minor premiers or did Melbourne beat them? Today? No, I think minor premiers went to Melbourne. Melbourne, right. But the premiers were Panthers, weren't they? Yep. Yeah, and the number seven was? Cleary. Cle- Cleary, right. Yep. Right. Can you remember where he finished in the Denley M run? Uh, it's, it's okay if you don't, because I don't no, know either. I was no, just no, trying was... to sound smart. Then. It would have been good if we knew that, eh? Like... <laughs> It would have been up there, but it wasn't number one. We all know who that was. But you know what I mean? What a year just off the back of that, you know? Number seven. Who did get Dalian? uh, The 12th pick of the Biggins Beavers in 2021 champion, Tommy Turbo. Ah, fucked it on the corso. (laughs) Mate, that's that's what makes it even more special. Six weeks out because of the corso. Still wins Dally M. Ridiculous. But Tommy wasn't the manly maybe, player maybe, that Mal Meninga has why, put ahead. I was saying maybe that's why uh, Mal doesn't want or thinks that Cherry Evans should get the nod ahead of Cleary. He's like, well, Cleary, as dominant as you were, you couldn't beat a bloke and miss six weeks of the year. <laughs> but neither could DCE, mate. Ah, yeah. That's, right. Forgot about that's that. the problem. So DCE, last premiership, what, 2011? Yep. Uh, as a Manly fan, I'm well aware of that. Um, last Origin Series, 
Oh, okay, fair call. Oh, they did 2020, win 2020, but that was the, the bullshit. Like, you could just see the writing on the wall of that one. Oh, God, Wayne Bennett, step up. Anyway. Yeah. Probably more Bennett than it was DCE that won that one, right? We don't talk about that. <laughs> no. But either way, it wasn't in 2021 like Cleary's two no. achievements were. And so the game that Cleary missed in 2021 for Origin, what happened? We lo- uh, we were lost, didn't we? We did. Yeah. See. So yeah, I'm I'm absolutely dumbfounded that Mao Meninga, who I've always respected, uh, has thought that DCE would be ahead of Cleary for the Australian number seven. Yeah. Surely it's just got to be a case of. Huh, you know what? I haven't seen my name in the papers for a while. I'm going to throw some of that outlandish shit out there and uh, see what sticks. You know what? Yeah, absolutely. And maybe the other part is, hey, we've got a World Cup at the end of the year. Um, we have been dusted up by Tonga and New Zealand in the last couple of years. So, uh, But who was the halfback when that happened? Well, no, we all know that. But maybe he's trying to fire up Cleary to have an even better 2022. Uh, and then has full intentions of giving him the number seven jersey for the World Cup. Yeah, because if he goes with DCE, nothing screams Queensland Boys Club more than that decision. Oh yeah. So, but unfortunately, that's that's part of what it is. I I remember it going back to uh, when was it? Uh, Robbie O'Davis, I think he was. Was he given the nod for for Australia or something? Like he, he was a Queenslander, but it was something between him and Lockyer, and it was just like, "Oh, he's your massive boys' club." You know mm. what I mean? Like one of them was deemed the best for the country, but not the best for his state. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it, it always happens. And maybe you know, looking back on it now, Robbio maybe had some uh, some people that were not picking him because they knew that he had some pharmaceutical connections. But um, Didn't yeah. seem to affect Wendell Saylor's uh, pick-up in the teams. Uh, yeah, but uh, he never served out a suspension for his pharmaceutical connections. His recreational well, he... connections were different. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's right. Yes, now I'm with you now. Yes, yes. Actually, you know what? That's nearly a really good segue into the next uh, point here. And if you don't mind, I might jump on that uh, because I'm really excited to bring in our new international uh, reporter. But uh, the next point of talking footy. So this week, uh, (laughs) if you thought Jeff Toovey's, there needs to be an investigation into this, uh, was the best coaches blow up ever. Step up Ricky Stewart with his Canberra are just forever copying it in the ass. Uh, you know, I, I might have just sort of made my own spin on what the saying is because I don't have it in front of me. But effectively, it was the NRL is balls deep in Canberra's ass uh, over a decision made to give suspension um, credits to players because of the All-Star game and yet Jordan Rapana didn't get one. Um, yeah, now, as, passion, as passionate as I am on this, uh, I feel like you and I are going to get into it in a minute. Yes. But I genuinely feel like on the line with us right now, 
Um, I've already forgotten his name. That's how good I am. Uh, um, Gra- Graham Krieger. Graham Krieger. Here he is on the line from South Africa. Come and join us, Graham. Give us a rundown. What have you heard about this saga? Uh, yes, hello. Hello, Greg. Uh, yes, it's Graham Krieger here. Uh, just look, I have got a pre-prepared statement that I'd like to go with. And uh, it's let, let, let me start by saying our man Andrew Abdo has put the NRL National Rugby League on the map here in South Africa. It is what's your game needed? A wise South African mind to steer it in the right direction. We introduced the world of sports radar guns. Now Abdo is putting chips in your balls. We have been paying attention to your competition because, let's face it, our rugby team will go down the crapper again at any moment, so we need to back up. Uh, I must admit, though, we are a little confused over this suspension business. How does it make sense? Raiders Rafana uh, has to miss a game but could play All-Stars where he cops another ban and put, uh, but three other nuffies get suspension games wiped. Ricky Stewart is a smart man. Raiders are copping it in the ass. To make it worse, Abdo claims Mitchell, Smith and Walsh got their reduction to, uh, due to their suspension as a result of on-field indiscretions. Mitchell? Yeah. We watched him break another man's face. But I didn't see Smith or Walsh racking up in the middle of the field. That, my friends, is bullshit. And as an argument why Rapana was treated differently, well, it has less legs than Oscar Prestorius. This is Graham Krieger signing off from Joburg. <laughs> Thank wow. you very much, Graham. What? what <laughs> Thanks, this Graham. Has, this has less legs than us stories. Oh, great <laughs> sign-off. Uh, I hope you come back, Graham. I genuinely... <laughs> that, that, was, that was on point. Um, well, and you know what? He's a, right. I'm, st- I'm still here. You haven't, uh, you haven't deleted me off yet, huh? <laughs> Sorry about that, Graham. I, I thought you had left us. Uh, to be fair, I actually thought it was a pre-recorded statement. Uh, but thank you very much for for joining Barbecue Sessions with Paulie and Squib uh, and bringing us that news. There was a point there where I thought you might have been uh, reporting from the front line in Russia as a Russian. But you know what? You've recovered well. You've remembered you were from South Africa. And... Uh, I thought that was great. And that sign-off, mate, lock it in. That is on point. This has less legs than Oscar Pistorius. That's the kind of stuff I need you to bring in for this podcast, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Anytime, mate. And we hope to see you again next week or the week after, after round one. Yeah, I think we'll definitely be keeping uh, Graham in our... uh our Rolodex and we'll call them up weekly. <laughs> Mate, we, we have to, we have to, and hopefully we can get Yurik back as well. Wouldn't that be a segment between uh, Graham and Yurik? <laughs> um, but you know what? He makes some really good points there, Paulie. I must admit, uh, I've been on Facebook and I've seen in the comments, and this is where a lot of people really show they're dumb. Like, tell me you're dumb without saying I'm dumb. Right? Uh, it's, I did he's already on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> He's already played All-Star Game. What do you want to do? Go in a time machine? <laughs> like, really? Fucking wake up to yourself. The issue is, Ricky Stewart went to the NRL, yeah. asked the NRL to include the All-Star Game as part of Rapana's um, suspension. NRL comes out and says, no, because it's an off-field incident. First, <laughs> mind blown, because I don't recall seeing Munster and... Uh, well, more importantly, the cheese dancing in the middle of the field with the bag. Yep. Um, 
and uh, Walsh wasn't arrested Walsh. coming out of the sheds. Exactly right, right? So there's your first mess up. Um, and so that's where Ricky Stewart has said that uh, it's just the typical Raiders copying it in the arse. Um, and quite frankly, I don't think it's a Raider issue as opposed to I think the big issue is they've gone soft on Latrell Mitchell and allowed him to include the All-Star game. Yeah. Um, and therefore thought, well, to be fair, well, now we can't say no to the cheese and um, Walsh. Uh, all the while completely forgetting that they've told Canberra this isn't going to count for Rapana. Well, the other thing on top of it is, like, so I was reading about it, and you're right, Ricky Stewart did say we ca- Canberra continually cop it up the arse, which, yeah. like, surely he's going to get a massive fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... 10,000 at least. I think um, the, the suspension to Rapana was actually issued by the Raiders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. Ra- so Raiders turned around and went, yeah, look, man, drunk, drink driving, we're not having a bar of it, you're going to miss a match. Yeah. Um, and reported it to the integrity committee. And then, yep, they were happy with it. Yep, sweet, you've taken action. Yeah. And oh, this isn't the first time, like, Raiders have taken action and cop it in the ass, essentially. Like, they did it with Fergo and, du- and Dugan. Yeah. With the bullshit on the roof. And yeah. both players end up leaving the club, getting what they want. They get their release. And the NRL doesn't step in and, and stop it. So, yeah. Same thing happened with Todd Carney, you know, like they. Yeah. They took a firm stance with Todd Carney, and next thing you know, other teams are picking up. You know, when they they're not following the same lead, when Raiders are actually doing the right thing by the game, and the integrity yeah. unit supported them. Yeah. Now I'm pretty sure with Walsh and che- Hectic Cheese and um, Munster, NRL integrity unit stepped in straight away. It wasn't yeah. a quiet quiet situation that the club was informed of. I was like, well, this is all over the news. We know, bang, they hit him with a ban. Yeah. Like, they were talking about how Latrell's got to miss, he's going to have to miss the um, All-Stars game because he's not eligible due to suspension. And they were talking about this before the All-Stars game, but how he'd be able to play in the Charity Shield because trials don't count as part of your suspension. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, okay, cool. Then, after the um the game then they put the argument in to say well look he would have been there he's been an integral part of the all-stars team um we know he would have been picked and he missed out on that opportunity so that should count and then then i realized oh yeah okay yeah that that's fair enough and And... like that's that right from right there someone someone has just jumped the gun given the green light and then oh shit and then just try to backtrack backtack like it's just like the, the it, it can is... of worms that they have opened now, right? Yeah. Uh, because you're now going to look at, right? Technically, All Star Game is a rep game. Hmm. Well, so is State of Origin, right? And the analogy I've been using with you before now, right, is who now you're going to have like the states going, oh, yeah, no, we were going to pick them as part of our squad. Well, and so they can apply to have them games counted as well. And then what's going to stop, for instance, and, and we were talking, and I liked your point, but I'll use mine first and you yeah. can back it up with yours. Right? What's going to stop Queensland, for instance, going, oh, yeah, we were going to pick that Bronco player, 
But no, we were never going to pick that Parramatta Eels player. Yeah. You know what I mean? And therefore, the Parramatta player's got to sit it out. The Bronco gets to, um, gets a game wiped off their suspension. Yeah. And, you know, and it's the other thing too that you know thinking about is like where do you draw the line in terms of a rep, a rep game? You know, like what yeah. if you know Tonga have a have a test match? Yeah. What if Samoa are playing? What if, let's let's throw it out the Trebojevic brothers? They qualify for Serb, Serbia. Ser, yeah, Serbia. Serbia. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what happens if Serbia are having a World Cup qualifier, yeah. but Turbo's got a one-week ban, as if Manly aren't going to try and use that loophole and say, hey, hey, can you do us a favour? Name Tommy in your team, and then he doesn't have to serve that ban anymore. Mate, I'll be sanctioning a Serbia game here in Sydney <laughs> if Tommy Turbo gets fucking but, suspended. Like, but you, you know can bet I mean? your bottom like, dollar on that. Yeah, yeah, no. In terms of, in terms but, of can of worms, like, yeah, it's, it's a massive one. You, you, you've, you've left the door open for something like that to happen. Like, I'm sure they'll turn around and be like, no, nah, it's got to be a tier you know, T1 nation game or something yeah. like that. Well, um, the the yeah. other part we've got to take into account, mate, right, is they've allowed the All-Star game off, okay? Well, Cameron Munster's suspended as well, but he's not eligible for either of them teams for yeah. um, the All-Star game. Now, like, and the same would go for the State of Origin. New Zealand players aren't going to be eligible for getting a State of Origin off um, oh. as part of their suspension. So, like, you're already limiting on who's going to even be available to get this kind of exemption. Look, I think it's stupid. I think at the end of the day, they're professionals. You know when these big games are coming up, you have the discipline you need to not to get suspended and therefore be in a situation where you're going to have to miss them. Yeah. Um, and, like, I just I don't think... It, it never has... Uh, been a way to get out of a suspension and I don't believe we should be starting now. I think the NRL is just better off coming out and going, hey, we fucked look, up. We got a bit loose-lipped there. Um, we we realised we were in the shit as soon as we said yes to one and two others came forward and before we open this massive can of worms and it gets out of hand, we're putting a stop to it now. Mm. Oh, I think that's what'll happen. Yeah. But like, I, I do like one of the points you you sent through to me about the um if it was tiered in terms of like i think you were talking about reckless and careless well yeah so what i mean by that right i'd i'd take it a little step further with that the tiering of it and be like i think mg brought it up about a point system yeah you know like if you've got say you treat it like demerit points you know you've got one demerit point on your on your record so yep you're going to miss one game. Yeah. But a club game, like just a regular club game, you know, rounds one to 26, 25, whatever it is, that's worth one. Yeah. Origin, it's a big thing. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've got If you've got three demerits, you can't play that one. Like, dude, we've, yeah. we've given you multiple cho- chances here. You've got three demerits. No, or your offense was worth three demerits, whatever you want to, however you want to rank yeah. it, you're not playing this game. Yeah. But, no, no. Oh, yeah, okay, oh. sweet. You've only got, you know, one demerit. You can serve that at club level, but you're eligible for whatever. You know, you can still play this because, you know, it's not worth it. And then do the same thing for, like, semifinals, grand finals. Because, 
it's, it's that's not a lie. They they are worth more to a player to miss a semi, to oh. miss a to miss a final, to miss a rep game. It, it is worth more to a player. Forget about the financial side of it, but just as the the competitiveness that to know that yes, I'm you know I made this side. I'm you know I'm, I'm competing at the highest. So yeah. I I do hate when you know a shitty little offence, and especially when you take into account rollover you know, carryover right. points and stuff, like when that results in you missing a big game. And this this was the tier thing that I did send to you, right? Um, just so the boys understand. Um, like maybe you could tier what the offence is to the level of what game you can miss because of it, right? So for instance, what I meant by the accidental versus reckless, the accidental ones is then players that are getting the one game suspensions off the back of just simply being in the wrong position at the wrong time, like a crusher tackle, where all of a sudden the tackle turns a certain way and before you know it, you're now in a crusher position, but you had no intention of that and it was just sheer what it is, right? You've got to maybe suspend because, you know, you've got to try and stamp it out because of the injury uh, level that can be caused versus, for instance, the reckless... Uh, and uh, we're we're about to get onto it anyway. Where, for instance, the cannonball tackle. Oh, I don't think there's any more dog shot in the game other than just punching a person who's not even looking at you <laughs> yeah. than the cannonball tackle, right? Um, yeah. Where let's be honest, when you go to do that, your full intent is to cause some sort of injury, mm. right? Now, ultimately, everybody's going to say, "Oh, look, it's to try and get the player on the ground." All right. When two blokes are holding him and he can't even get the ball away, he's not playing the ball quickly anyway. No. Right? When you were diving directly at somebody's knees mm. while they're being held up, you have no other intention other than to cause some sort of injury. Whether it be minor or major is neither here nor there. One way or the other, that player isn't getting up quickly. Yeah. Right, and so that's what I mean, like, and that's a tier two. You will sit out any motherfucking game for that kind of offence. Yeah, but for well, a tier one, like yeah, it, swing, we see it plenty of times. Like even to the point, like the trolls um, shot on Joey Manu. That was reckless. Yeah, you, know, you, yeah, you, you can't put 100%. that as accidental. You know, it, no. he wasn't falling. He's just come flying across with absolutely everything. And He's intent straight to the face. His intent was to make it a good tackle, but his execution hit him in the face, and therefore making it a reckless, dangerous tackle. Right? I, I don't, I don't think his intent was, and, and you know, it's hard to talk to what someone's intentions were, but like, I don't think his intent was to make a tackle. His intent was to make contact. That's it. Oh, he, but that's he, what I mean. Like, he, he intended to use all was, his and, body weight, and that to me, I'm like, that's that's the reckless part of it. Yeah. Get it right. Then, Happy days. Yeah, like if, if he if he hits you know six inches lower, everyone's yeah. going on about holy shit, how good was shot was that? Like, what a hit! Joey Manu loses the ball, keeps South yeah. in the game. Like actually, I think South had that game well wrapped up, didn't they? But anyway, like yeah. it, it was you know, that that's how far away it was from. But that's what makes it reckless that you know you're, you're going in, you're not giving yourself that big opportunity like window for error. You know, Look, and I think yeah, with those ones, there isn't an awful lot you can do. But yeah, like some of those crushes, like I honestly, I don't understand how Fui Maono picked up the five-week ban for that oh, one Dunster. 
and and you know what and that's and i suppose that's probably where the gray area would come up with my idea right is in that one i don't think he was deliberately dropping on the back of his legs no however i can also see how and look i, I don't mean to specifically name a team melbourne storm but <laughs> where they find a loophole and they deliberately train to do... So, let's be honest, you're trying to get somebody to the ground and I have no doubt they've had people out there that go, the best way for you to just drop onto the back of their legs and they're going to drop. They, they can't well, stand look, anymore. I 100% I get it when you see them, you know, they fall locked into the hip and then there's that sudden change yeah. in direction and they, they drop down and they, they put their body in behind them. I get that. But that yeah. whole tackle from uh, Fulham, I just felt it was a movement change. Was from the he, from the from attacker the, actually? From, yeah, from the start, Hayes Dunster yeah. tries to spin out of the tackle. Maono yeah. spins around him as Dunster's turning. Like Mate. when I, when I first saw, it, I didn't even think that there was anything with the tackle. And then like Dunster's not getting off the floor. I'm like, well, what happened? And then yeah. you see the replay. I'm like, oh man, that's just one of those unfortunate things. Mate, you know all too well what it is to go in there for a good solid tackle, get yourself into a bad position, and take your teammate out. Yes. You know well, what I mean? Well, that's, like that's sort of what I feel happened here. That, yeah. Like, really, Mono got spun around while making the tackle and landed on the guy's knees. Yeah. Now I've done that before to a teammate while tackling uh, uh, someone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. He did and, go uh, on to win the 2021 Dominado Cup, but, you know. <laughs> he, did. he did, and he won't let you forget that <laughs> or that particular tackle. And I suppose, again, uh, this is flowing really good because we sub segue into the next part uh, where, <sighs> mate, Tomo, and you know what? I've only looked at stills here, so I could be completely wrong. I haven't seen the actual footage, and I probably should have before at least tonight. Oh, like, look, but, with both of them, I think they both deserve suspension. So, and and, and like, you know what? I'm not saying that Tamau shouldn't. No. But no how no. did Collins get how away with that, off, mate? I don't know. That... His, watching his one live, I was like, what the shit? Man, that was that was that was like you're looking at it going, Hastings isn't getting up. Like, there, there is no way you've got a prop coming in at a five eighth legs, and goes in hard with the shoulder, and I'm just like, that's that that to me that was the classic cannonball that you want to eliminate from the game. Yeah, but he gets a slap and... on the wrist, a fine, and you're sweet to play. James Tarmow attacked the legs of a kicker. Yeah. I'm like that. That's a suspension every day. We we've known oh, that now for absolutely. such a long time. But to say that Tarmow's tackle was worse than Collins, nah, that's I, I can't accept it, mate. No, nah, that, that's a crock of shit. You bang on, and I just think the NRL are, are kidding themselves in the fact that they bang on about wanting to protect certain things, right? Uh, here they are. They've got um, a. a the cannonball tackle essentially personified and nothing. And in fact, it's the other bloke that gets done. Mm. Um, so as I said, I'm not saying that I don't believe Tamau should have been suspended. I'm just saying I don't get how Tamau is. And for instance, um, Collins wasn't, mate. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dumbfounded. Well, mate, there, yeah, I know. there we go again. It's, like, it's hard to do this talk and footy section when we agree on everything. 
Oh, I know, I know. And it's even harder when we don't set a timer because I've had a look <laughs> and just gone, holy God, how good can we talk? And you know what, boys, like I know you've been listening to and you've probably got your own two cents worth. There's probably parts in there where we've touched on something you guys want to go further. This year, we want to see your participation. Yep. All right. More so, than just earnest. I'm, more than just earnest. I've not, seen not, Kevin. Not yeah, not there's anything wrong with Ernest coming on. I do enjoy it. And... <laughs> and and we have already got plans for a bit of that later on in the year or as we go. But um, I know Kevin Stewie have already said they're keen after talking to Cole at the draft night. Uh, if he can get internet down in Hilltop. Oh, he's not in Hilltop anymore. He's out of Hilltop. Yeah, so we might actually have internet. Like Idaho, mate. Yeah, no, fair call. He's moved to Bargo. I don't know if it's actually any better than where he was. But... <laughs> But honestly, guys, come and get involved because um, we would like to include a couple of other opinions during talk and footy. Um, well, like, look, I'm, I reckon um, we could probably organise something in terms of like, if you do, you seriously are keen, you just want to have a like, little bit of a say. I reckon um, I could probably organise one where if you can't make the time slot that Scrib and I are doing this, um, maybe I'll be able to log in and we can just record something that you want and I can slice it into the podcast after. So Cut, cut it in, yeah. But I just I think a bit of that kind of um, participation would be good because I know we've got a few really good footy minds out there on top of ours as well. Um, so, you know what, I wouldn't mind tapping into it. And plus, we love the banter that goes on amongst the teams for Dominado Cup. So, uh, yeah. bring it along. All right. And if you're good enough, we might even make a segment just for you uh, where you can have your say and do whatever you like to. And then we'll take the piss out of your segment as soon as you, we've finished yeah. recording it. Well, like, look, Cole, you've already got a segment. So if you want another one, we can, we can have the Cole's a prick and then come and up. And then, Cole, with... you can come on with how much do my rings weigh? <laughs> I'll join in with that one, Cole. I know exactly how you feel, mate. If mine weighed three times as much as it does, which it will in another two more years, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's do it. All right. Well, uh, why don't we just go into this 12th pick watch or uh, well, what is it? The wannabe Tommy. The wannabe Tommy watch. And you know what? This was a, a late night brainstorm, this one. I've sent Paulie a message and I've gone, with the amount of times I've gone on about the fact that Tommy Turbo was number 12th pick in my uh, team last year and essentially won Dally M and was the reason I won the comp. I said, why not? I'd like a segment. You've got your goals a prick. I've got Squibs piece. Um, I won the comp. Come up... I want another one. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but effectively, mate. Yeah. I'm like, I need to exert my dominance here. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted another one. And Tommy stepped up. And quite frankly, I don't think anybody is going to do better than Tommy. But we thought, let's let's check it out throughout the year. And let's have a look at everybody's 12th pick in the draft and see if one of them is going to be capable of, you know what, either emulating or exceeding uh, Tommy Turbo's 2021 season. Right. So we've got the list here. Do you, do you mind if I if I just interject here? I probably should have said this beforehand. But Go for uh, it, mate. it is your segment, so feel free to tell me fuck off. Uh, <laughs> Now, I reckon... Fuck we, off. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my piece out first. Oh, oh okay then. <laughs> uh, I, you've got the list in front of you. I do, yep. All right, I reckon... Well, what do you think? If uh, we have a look at the list, on the count of three... Yep. We say who we think 
is most likely to be like, look, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be the Tommy. Right? No one's gonna do what Tom no. did last year. But in yep. terms of, you know, if we are gonna do the twelfth pick watch and we're gonna try and get this all, you know, all season and just, you know, how's this person going? How's this guy going? Whatever. Yep. Have a look at who we think will go the best from these twelve. All right. There's only eleven. There's only eleven. So there's eleven. Yeah. Yeah. I've got two. Well, on three, I reckon we pick out the one that we're like. That's that's the one. He's he's going to be the the best best of those eleven. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Jordan Ricky. Sean Johnson. Fuck. Nice. Nice. Uh. Little. Delay there, what you couldn't hear, you couldn't see. Jesus. Oh no, I didn't actually because I've got it on the um document, so I didn't <laughs> see you count it down. I did hear you. Um but you know what? Like uh, I had a quick flick at Jordan Ricky, uh, and I think you actually could be on the cards here. Hmm. Um but I, I just think the stuffers with Sean Johnson and my actual second one was the Phoenix with Val Holmes. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing letting down Val Holmes is he's a cowboy. I think that's, right. that's a big letdown. Although I was actually yeah. quietly impressed with him in their last trial. Uh, you, like I, I know it's a trial <laughs> match, but just having a look at some of the things they were doing, you're like, oh shit, that, they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be. No, no, and you know what? But you'd insane. say that as a Dragons fan too. Yes. But no, mate, I've already bought tickets to the grand final. <laughs> I bet you have. I actually, I'm I'll... pretty sure I got an email from Dragons, like Dragons membership. I, yeah. I got an email from him last week about grand final tickets. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, aren't you? That's the best. How good is it? Hey? Hang on, um, I'll, I'll just have a look. You, you keep talking. I'll see if it's actually you. Okay. Well, yeah, look, um, I think they're going to be the top three anyway. Uh, Val Holmes for the Phoenix, uh, Sean Johnson for the Stuffers, and Jordan Ricky picked up by the Crazy Horses. Um now, under them, uh, a couple honourable mentions. I think Jesse Ramian picked up by the Gronks will go all right. Uh, so I don't mu- gonna gonna chime in. I did get an email from St George of the Wild Dragons <laughs> in regard yeah. to membership. I missed out on the W, NRL W Grand Final ticket. Oh right, <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, after their game, that, that could be on the cards. Oh, that could be, oh I think oh, that nobody's beaten Brisbane in that. Oh Jesus, yeah. That could be a segment for next next week. Um, but other than that, I think Benji Brilliant's picking up uh, Brian Kelly as well uh, could be another one that could take off. Uh, the Beavers picked up Charlie Staines. What the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> I read an article about how he's trying to fight his way back into the Panthers yeah, team. Yeah, how, like, he, how he's bulked up to try and get back into the yeah. team. God damn, I miss, missed the uh, memo on that bad boy. Uh, but that's okay. I've still got last year's 12th pick in the team anyway. So that Keep should living in me. the past, buddy. Oh, I will. And, you know, it will technically it's still the present until somebody else wins the comp. Oh, okay. Um, Fair enough. Tiger Power picked up Kyle Felt. Uh, again, another good one. Probably pick up quite a few tries. I don't know. He's not yeah, but have he, a didn't, he didn't do much. Year. He didn't do much last year. I had him for that same, same theory. I'm like, man, the guy's just a try scorer, but... Yeah, you know, Cowboys went shit ass. So. Yeah, yeah, and again, probably the the same reason why Val Holmes might struggle is the fact that he's a cowboy. Um, a Titan was picked up by Benji Brilliance, uh, Brian Kelly. Uh, not a bad pickup. I always like Brian yeah. Kelly, um, but I feel like we've been waiting a few years 
for his big, big season. Um, we've already mentioned the Gronks with Jesse He's Rainey. probably reached it. Yeah, like, I, I think I mean? he's hit like, his he, peak. That, that, this is him now. Like, he might do a couple things, but like, he's, he's had a few yeah. years. So. Yeah, loved him at Manly, but he's at Titans. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Cecil Hill picked up Murray to Lungy. Now, I'm not a... I don't know heaps about him. What did... The Cowboys again, isn't it? Another Cowboy. I'm, right. pre- well, I'm pretty sure case, he's it's... another Cowboy, but like he's the one that came in towards the end of last year, played a bit of centre, um, scored a couple of tries the other night for right. Cowboys as well. Like He's a good young player, and we'll get into this when we go through the draft review on Cecil, actually. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's a terrible pick, that's for sure. Oh, no, it's not a terrible pick, but I don't think he's having no, a Tommy I, I don't think, yeah, year. I don't think he's going to be the wannabe Tommy. No. Uh, Barrows have picked up a solid forward in Luke Garner as their 12th pick. Um, I know in years past, there's uh, been a few tug awards over Luke Garner. Yeah, well, last uh, In fact, year, I think there was a very famous one last year. Last year in Luke Garner. I was so <laughs> close to getting that extra pick. Uh, yeah, that's right. So um, I, I don't think that one's a bad one. We've talked about stuffers with Sean Johnson. Cabbage with Inari Tuali. Um, oh. And again, I just think the the problem there might be the Knights. Um, the pro- the problem got to there back is from losing Mitchell Pierce. Yeah, Tuala doesn't know where the try line is until about <laughs> round twenty six. Ah, right. Like, right. I swear Are they even like... playing by round twenty six? No. <laughs> like, I had him last year because yeah. like, he, he scored a few good. Like, he scored a few tries the year before, and he was left in the bidding. I thought, oh, you know what? No, I'll take a punt on him. He was in the side every week. Every yeah. week was in the goddamn side. He didn't start Dang. scoring until I was knocked out of the competition. Oh, I think I think right. the week, the, my last week in the competition, I didn't even name him because <laughs> I was like, man, I'm, I'm sick of naming this prick. He does nothing, gets a hat trick. Uh, the following the following week, I'm out. He picks up a double. I'm like, say. you have scored one try all year, and in the last two games, you've got five. Just drive your price up for next year, are you? Fuck it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, no, fair call. Uh, the next one, hold on, I've just stepped away. I've Jordan Ricky is the next one for crazy horses. Jordan Ricky with the crazy my, horses. My, um, my I think pick for the wannabe Tommy. I I, uh, I think he'll be good, but we'll, we'll just watch him. And the last one, Lord, okay, this is throwing me off. Is he Lord Farquad or is he Lord Farquad? What, what's happening? I, I, I think he's just forgotten how to type. But, okay. Uh, because it, it was but, Lord Farquhar for, for the last few years, and now yeah. it's Farquhar. Maybe he's well, maybe, maybe he's, he's got a little bit more French. Maybe he's Nickel Clockstar. Ah, uh, we've been pronouncing it wrong Nickel all Klockstad, this time. And now is Nickel Clockstar. Oh. So uh, maybe maybe that's where he's drawn his inspiration there. Uh, but he's picked up a pretty safe pick in Dylan Edwards. Um, surprising that he was left so late in the draft, eh? Well, not really, because like I, we've joined a couple of public comps. Dylan Edwards' base rate is one hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, but he did miss a good chunk of last year, didn't he? But I feel like he's missed a good chunk of the year before, yeah. and a good chunk of the year before that. Injury prone. Um, yeah, I just don't think he's been reaching oh, his. You, you and about, and you know what? He's the, he's the, the guy that got Matt Moylan out of the club. Yeah, funny like enough. How, how long ago it was that Matt Moylan was a Panther? Mate, absolutely. And the thing about it is I genuinely think it's going to be him who will go down that brings Charlie Staines into the Panthers and he takes off 
uh, much like we predicted. That's what you're hoping. That's you know? 100% what I'm hoping, but I, I genuinely think history might uh, lead to that. Um, for a very, very good team in the Panthers, I just don't think Dylan Edwards is a massive, massive contributor to it. That's all. Not in not in fantasy footy anyway. Well, not in fantasy footy and not on the try try scoring list. Yeah, but like Maybe he, he, does, he, he does he does a lot but... does a lot on the field. Don't get me wrong, but I think yeah, you're right in terms of it's it, it's a bit like Melbourne when they had Slater, Smith, and Kronk that how they weren't winning Daily M Player of the Year. Yeah. Because between them, they just kept knocking each other off for the... Oh, no, nah, see... Where I, I feel as... Dylan Edwards doesn't make the votes when Panthers win because you've got Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, Fisher-Harris, yeah, I... and the others. I think the difference here, right, um, and you're trying to keep it as cool as I can here, I'm trying to think... Uh... Like a good player for Melbourne during that time with them players. Squib. But mate, next time you go have a piss, can you at least put your microphone on mute? <laughs> Sorry, that was that was you. <laughs> no, my bad. My bad. Um but I think I think he's a good player, but he's not in the top echelon of players at the Panthers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like most of the Melbourne players who went to he's the Brett Finch of Melbourne. <laughs> Playing around Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, Greg Inglis, Israel Folau, Ryan Hoffman. You didn't put Brent Finch in any of them categories with any of them. But he was still good enough to be with the, the Melbourne Storm yeah. and be in their team. Well, that's Dylan Edwards. He's not the Clearies, the Luwais, the Toos, the Yos, um, Fisher-Harris. He's not, uh, yeah. you know, he's not in any of them. But he's good enough to be carried by them. So... <sighs> I don't know about carried. Selling him short. But Look, anyway. I might be, and I'm sorry, Steve, if you are listening. Um, sorry, but you didn't sorry, make Dylan. draft night, mate. Sorry, Dylan, well, if you're nah, listening. You know what? Dylan's not listening to this bad boy, and if he is, feel free to call in, Dylan. Let's get you in on the next podcast and prove me wrong, brother. <laughs> all right? Because if you don't, it's my 12th pick that's going to take your position, and he will keep it. All right? <laughs> Got all the faith in the world. All right. You want to hit this draft review? and uh... Let's have a look at the teams, brother. And if you don't mind, let's just go down the list of the table as it stands. Yep. Um, because the way they finished last year, they are starting this year at the very top, the Biggins Beavers. Now, going through the teams, just to be clear, I've got down here who I think is the best... Uh, the best player, the 12th pick. I've then got a couple of highlights from the draft and a couple of highlights from the bids for each team. Um, now, Paulie's got a bit of the same. We'll try and keep this pretty relatively tight and compact so we're not talking all night. Yep. Um, but let's be honest, Biggins Beavers, best player. You're looking at the list and there's one that stands out quite clearly. Titans kicker. That's exactly right. Otherwise referred to as the one two below them, Tommy Tavrojevic. Uh, uh, a loyal through and through. And honestly, let's hope. Look, I'm not as optimistic that he's going to have a 2021 season, but I still think he's a force to be reckoned with and will do a hell of an effort there. Yeah. Um, 
I think probably well, I think my three best pickups and again you're looking at the team you can choose otherwise you're also looking at the draft picks yep picking up the cheese uh, Angus Crichton is my first pickup I think were two big ones and the one that I'm throwing in there uh, as a bit of a roughie but I'm actually happy to have picked him up is Connor Watson off the back of being able to play four different positions yeah I, I don't know I I was surprised you picked him as early as you did. It, it was early. <laughs> like, they, they, like, look, they could come back and bite me in the ass, and you know, so a lot of the things that I said last year in the podcast came back and bit me in the ass. But yeah, I was, I was very surprised to hear Connor Watson's name come out that early in the draft, and then to hear it from you as well. I was like, well, okay, but, but you, you know are, what? you are right. It does cover some positions. Had a big year last year. But in saying that, his big year was uh, at an injury-ravaged Knights. Yeah, but you know what? He's gonna he's gonna solidify the number fourteen jersey in the Roosters. Um, I think he's gonna be a good one to cover Victor Radley when he's suspended. Um, <laughs> he can play. I love I love not the if when. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he, I, I must say congratulations to. Uh, What's his name again? Connor Watson for being the first number 14 to be drafted at number three. So, uh, round three, was it? Round three. <laughs> you there, mate? Have you just disappeared on me? No, I haven't disappeared, but uh, number 14 at round three. And you're right, but at the same time, I just... <sighs> my lists were made of stats, mate. Yes, and as the top person on my list was picked, I just moved to the next one. All right. So, but you, the only difference, I think he's going to do well um, going into uh, the Roosters as opposed yeah. to the Knights. Yep. All right. cool. um, I think in bidding, I feel that my best pickups there were probably the three Storm boys in Felice Kafusi, Jesse Bromwich, and George Jennings. Yeah. Yeah, I think George well, Ryan Jennings. Sutton's probably up there too. My, Ryan Sutton, I'd, I'd sort of like that one. But yeah. Did you draft Josh McGuire? Yeah, you did. I did, yep. No, no, no. Yeah, I drafted him, yep. And again, you know what? Another good good draft, I think. Mm. But I don't want to be stuck on my team talking about how good they are or not. So. No. Yep, mate. Oh, there's not much there that I can uh, disagree with other than I said about Connor Watson. But hey. No, I'm open to your opinion. Thank you very much. I'll remind you in whatever round we play each other. Fair enough. <laughs> Connor Watson gets sent. Well, moving on to the Preckled Venus. Um, and could this be the year where they finally do it? He's fucking hoping. No. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> uh, you're looking at your team, brother. I've got a clear favourite as to who your best player is. Ooh. I think he's looking extremely trim following his suspension. I think he's matured a bit in the off-season. He looked very good on the weekend for the Storm. Uh, Cameron Munster. Ah, oh, okay. I was going to say, shit, did Nick Meany play? <laughs> well, funny enough, um, I did mark off Nick Meany and Adam Dewey as your two pickups in the bidding that I was very impressed with, yeah. partly because I was on both of them at the same time. Are you on Dewey? Or, or if you I wasn't, I was... Because there was someone on Dewey early 
I think I dropped off him thinking I'm not getting into a fight with somebody here. Um, mm. But in all honesty, yeah, I, I think Dewey's a great pickup. Um, and he, like in all honesty, I don't even think we should watch Valentine Holmes as your 12th pick. I think we should watch Adam Dewey because he's going to follow a very similar path as Tommy Trebojevic in coming back. He's out for like the first six weeks or something, isn't he? Don't know. That's that's the only thing. So yeah. picking up Dewey was a, is, is a... It's a calculated risk, don't get me wrong, but I would have Mate, been up shit creek if I didn't get Dylan Brown as well. Yeah, but if he's your 23rd player and he is just a chance at coming back at some time, regardless of how the Tigers are going, he always performs. So I do think he bidded well on him. And if you want him on a... <laughs> um, what's the word? Un, uncontested. Uh, the fuck are the yeah. rest of you in the group doing? Well, I think everyone was a bit scared off by the knee injury, so... True, true. Uh, but, as you, as you saw last year, sometimes it pays off to pick up a player who's going to return yes. rather than bank on the ones who are playing. Um, I think your drafts were pretty good in Isaiah, Yo, Alex Johnson yep. and Adam Reynolds. Yep. Oh, oh see, I Adam Reynolds, I'm, I sort of left regretting. Like I, I held off on him. I wasn't going to pay double for yep. him. I was like, okay, sweet. Well, let's go for him. And now I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit like, oh shit, on Adam Reynolds. But you know, is what it is. I was, I was pretty happy getting um, Charles. Um, the good clock star, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's come back. The the only thing about Charles is they've also got that Xavier Savage. Yeah. Um, and so finding where he's going to fit. Your only good thing there is what's happened to Jamal Fogarty today. Mm. Uh, in the fact that by taking him out of the halves, they may uh, they may move who is it Whiten in there and then um, open up a centre spot for Chance. Yeah, they, and then there was Savage to him full back or something centers. like that. Well, I think Chance is going to be there. You know, however you look at it, he'll be there somewhere. Yeah, um, and and that's it. Worries me because I picked up Sebastian Chris, and then I seen how well Charles. And I'm like, motherfucker, it's going to be it's, it's the Charlie Staines effect again. Yeah, I've picked up a player who's going to have to fight his way into the team. But no, very good there, brother. I I was pretty happy getting uh, Harry Grant as well. Uh, uh, yeah, very good. So look, I, I was I was glad I wasn't first first pick this year. Because I had yeah. no idea who to go first pick, and like Frankie picking Damian Cook, probably put me on the path that okay, I'm going to go Harry Grant, like because based again on those stats, I was like, yeah, Harry Grant's actually per game was pretty much killing it. Um, but yeah, I know I pissed Ernie off when I got him, so that was you know very on top. <laughs> well, in that case, you win. Uh, the only thing I'd say about the Harry Grant pickup and why I didn't highlight him is he shares the spot with the cheese. And it's the only, only reason. Otherwise... Um, yeah, I'm just hoping cheese is Bernie's bridge with Melbourne. Uh, I hope he does too and goes straight to the Roosters for the rest of the season. I wouldn't be surprised just plays it out from there. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm happy with that. All right, we want to move uh, on. So, Move on to the Wooden Spooners and Stewie. And I must admit, I've got two two best players here. Uh, and if you're looking at the team, they're one after another, and I think you'll be able to spot them. Um, it's Reed Mooney and Adam Clune. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. James Tedesco and James Fisher-Harris. Yeah. No, honestly. I, I thought if... then you were, you were talking about uh, Luke Thompson and Reed Mooney. When, when you said uh, Reed Mooney, I thought, okay, yeah. 
Because nah, nah. Thompson, I, I think, is a is a very good pickup. Well, mate, I've I've marked him in the draft of him, Matt Burton, and Toby Rudolph. I'm a fan of who he's picked up in the yeah, draft. Let, let's not forget that Tedesco and Harris were his loyals. So, oh, absolutely. But so was Tommy Trebojevic. So true. Like I, I tried to remove that. Are they a loyal or a draft? Uh, at the end of the day, you've got James Tedesco as your fullback and James Fisher Harris in your front row. Now, well, I think we need to take... the thing about them being loyals is he had that last year too when he got the wooden spoon. So, yeah, you know. But, yeah, I think Luke Thompson, Matt Burton and Toby Rudolph are good pickups. And then in his bidding, uh, you know what? I'm not a massive fan of the rest of his forward pack. I'll be honest. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Stewie. I think Jack DeBellin was another good pickup for you too. Um, but at the same time, I like Corey Thompson and Brad Parker. Um, yeah, look, as... he got me on Brad Parker, and yeah. that was mainly because I forgot to up the bid. So I had I had all these different tabs open, and I was yeah. like, "Yep, sweet, I'm going to uh, I'm going to put some cash on Brad Parker here." Oh, that's how you motherfuckers do it so quickly with the last five. Here I am on my phone, going, "Get out, get out, hurry up, refresh, refresh." Ah, no, mate, and Bob. you've got like 17 tabs open going, just update, 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 someone, update. Someone had walked past my computer screen, see that many tabs open, and just assume Pornhub. <laughs> well, the, if I walked past Frankie's uh, PC and saw that, 100%, that's what I think. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to this, because uh, we are going to try and stay on some sort of time frame yeah. this year, just not tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, like, yeah, you're a bit scarce against Stewie, but I'm not going to write you off because your fullback is James Tedesco and your front row is James Fisher-Harris. Hey, look, he he did offer out some trades. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, he is he is looking to strengthen his squad, I guess. Right. And, uh, the only problem was that... Uh, I'm just trying to find exactly who it was that he offered... Uh, offered me. Uh, ben Trebojevic was one of them. Okay. Uh, no, not that one. Not a bad pickup unless he's trying to trade you for fucking Josh Papali. Uh, no, he wasn't. So he offered me Tanner Boyd and Ben Trebojevic. Yeah. Solid, solid players. Yeah. Cameron Munster and Ryan Madison. So, like, look, he is, <laughs> he is trying to strengthen. So I'll give him that. Oh, Stewie, how good are you? You know what? You know why that is a good effort? Because if you go to hit decline and accidentally get that wrong, he's in the ba- he's in the bags. <laughs> I told him, mate. Except for only, you have the power to send an email. <laughs> the only time I have ever watched a trial match and hoped that my player picked up a season ender. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh, man, how good would it be this weekend if Cameron Munster and Ryan Madison go down <laughs> and they go, I just didn't accept. Fuck you. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, now, the next one is probably my favourite. And you know what? It took me forever to realise that he had Squib as the CEO here. So. I didn't realise it was him. Well done. Cole was... is a fucking wanker, <laughs> a.k.a. Benji Brilliance. <laughs> I thought right. I thought at first when I saw Stadium Bumfuck Stadium I thought ah oh, this is Stuart. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what? I would have thought the same, except for it's Cole is a fucking wanker and not Paulie is a fucking wanker. Yeah, that's what If it was Paul was a fucking wanker, I would have thought it was Stewie too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, Benji Brilliance, let's refer to them as their traditional name. Yeah. Uh, pain ass. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what? It's it. smack bang in the middle. You can't go past it. Uh, but I think he actually picked up pretty good in Marty Tapao, Viliami Kikau, and Brian To'o during mm, the uh, draft. Yeah, picking up Brian To'o, I was like, oh, I, I thought yeah. maybe he'd be able to sneak him, but he did get him early. Yeah, yeah, and, and very good. And that that's only because, like, I didn't want to sit here and talk about all of them. Um, but the interesting part was, I think he, the part, 860 for you and Aiken. Yeah. Oh, he like, was... How desperate are you? Well, yeah, he was then, going on. Like, look, it, it could turn around and uh, uh, breathe. I could be eating my words. Like, but Ewan Aitken was getting the stats in his last three games in the back row. That's that's yeah. the only thing. All right, that, fair call. But uh, I did think a good pickup was David Noffa and Matt Ikevalu. Mm. Um and uh, I must admit, I like Morgan Harper as well. I, I don't think you're doing too wrong if you pick up any of the back five from men. Yeah. Um, In, and he only picked him up for base rate too, so... Um, we did I play a bit of silly buggers good. with Morgan Harper. Oh, did he? Yeah, we were... Uh, I, I was on Morgan Harper. He was on Morgan Harper. And uh, I was just like, yeah, okay, sweet. Well, I'll stay on him. And this is part of the reason why I fucked up with um, Brad Parker. <laughs> See? Uh, and you know, I've just noticed he actually has Sam Walker as well, so I'm not too upset about that one. No. Uh, no. Now, the Gronks. And this one, I must admit, I, f- I found it a bit hard to pick specific ones here. Uh, but that's not to suggest the Gronks are going to go any bad, um, because I think uh, Frankie is notorious for knowing some of the very fringe players who are actually pretty good and will turn something on. Uh, but the best player here, I think, is Damian Cook. Yep. Number one draft um, I pick. think he's, yeah, I think he's done well in picking up Stephen Crichton, Victor Radley, and Regan Campbell-Gillard. I honestly could only think of Raiden Hamlin Newelli as his his decent bidding pick, and as I said, that's just off the back of, I don't know who the fuck he's got there, except for Jamal <laughs> Hoggerty. I should have probably uh, no, he's cut, highlighted he's that one cut too. Jamal he now. did. He did. I was going to send it in the banner page, and then saw he cut him and thought, oh. There's no point. It's already it's lost. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like David Clemmer, I like. But yeah. Bloody keen for uh, Jake Simpkin. Uh What do you pay for him? Nine fifty. Jesus. See, Frankie, I'd, I'd question where's your money going, mate. Well, uh, look, and he, to be he fair, had one spot left, I think. Oh, okay. He just threw everything onto Jake Simpkin. What? Like. Because he, he's he's he well. he's just cut. Where is he? He's just cut Fogarty, and he's got 26. Oh, okay. So that's you know why he's I mean? not on so my list here. Yeah. He, he must have just gone, well, why am I saving anything? I'll put everything I've got on it, and if anyone else wants him, congratulations. But yeah. Well, I mean, like here I am sort of saying I haven't got much on his bidding, and you've just mentioned Simkin. Uh, but at the same time, let's be fair. He's got Luciano Leilua. Uh, like I think that's a great pickup. Happy Crosshair, great pickup. Jordan Rapana, Joseph Suwali. So he ha- he hasn't got a terrible team. It's just I don't know an awful lot of them. Yeah, and this is always the case with a Frankie team. Yeah, 
Right. And often the muffin stuffers can be similar. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Cecil Hill Rovers. And I'm not going to lie, I actually marked three uh, best players here. I'm I'm well impressed he, with Cecil Hills this he year. He went the long game. Uh, he, he has. He up a lot of players that, yeah, they're out for a little while, but he's 100% right. He's got to be there at the end. Well, let's look at this. Isaiah Papali, Tyson Frizzell, and Cameron Murray are your back row. Mm. I genuinely don't think you're doing bad there. No. On top of that, he's picked up Katoni Staggs, who I'm a big fan of if he can keep his knees together. <laughs> Nathan Cleary, Tohu Harris, and Jared Rory Hargraves, who had an, a, an outstanding season for me last year. Um, I did mark Harris Tavita, but I'm a bit I'm a bit cold on that lately, just because of the uh, the amount of halves they've got mm. and the Warriors this year, and who's going to get the run and who's not. Uh, and Dane Gagai, I think, is another good pickup for him as well. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to go out there and go as far as saying Cecil Hill's going to be the team to keep an eye on this year. Yeah. Um, I, I think we, we've said this for the last few that he was unlucky, he was unlucky. or but it's just, yeah, he's, he's going to be one of the one of those teams that just continues to do the right thing. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, Takes it seriously, the kid. I love it. Yeah. Um, what you want. So, so moving on to Farabarras. And again, I've, I've, you know what? I marked one because I saw the $1.25 million price tag. I thought, oh, that player must be a gun. <laughs> oh, it's the fucking kicker. It's not Luke Patton. <laughs> it's not Luke Patton. It's the kicker. The Penrith kicker, or in saying that, but it's the kicker. Uh, and then I noticed Cody Walker, uh, who I've named, who's, who I think he's going to be his best player. Um in the draft, I think he were, did well in picking up Patrick Carrigan, Mitch yeah. Barnett, and Jazz Tavega. Uh, I, I think I was, they're all forwards. I was really surprised he picked up Carrigan as his first one. I was yeah. thinking, nah, nah, I'm not gonna not gonna go my first pick, Patrick Carrigan. I I might pick him up, you know, second, third. I just you know, I thought back. the same. And then yeah, him nailing him out. I was like, fuck off. Well, disclosure: Carrigan was the top of my back rower list in my uh, research. Mm. Um, and I thought the same. I thought, oh, maybe, like, maybe it's just a bit of a, a something. And like you, I'll go, I might sneak him in and like later on in the draft. But no, uh, Cole made sure that wasn't happening. Uh, but I like that he picked up the likes of Corey Horsberg and Junior Totola uh, during the draft. And I'll tell you what, I hope uh, Horsberg does not see game time. Uh, and you know what? There's actually every chance he may not. So. <laughs> well, like... Uh... For me, I you know I, I took a pun on uh, Elliot Whitehead. I'm like, no one was bidding on him. I'm like, I don't know, he's getting yeah. a bit old, but uh, you know, a backup back rower, Elliot Whitehead, that's not a bad thing. And then I have a look at how many back rowers they've got. I'm like, oh shit, man, they're they're stacked with them to be fair. Uh, and you know what? I've just lied. I've named Kobe uh, Cody Walker as his best player. How fucking silly am I? Sorry. Herbie Farmworth, the best player for the Farrow Barrows, 2022. You heard it here. Second, because I'm pretty sure he made that very clear on draft night Is he, uh, when he picked him up. Scott Minto 2.0? <laughs> I think he could be. Um, but, yeah, I think that was the point where Cole needed to go home. But, you know what, Herbie Farmworth, let's see how he goes. Fair enough. Um, now, the muffin stuff is... today too, so... Oh, okay. Another good pickup then. Mm. Um, yeah. He loves an old legs. Oh, no, Souths, we're skipping past. Muffin stuffers, yep. 
Muffin stuffers. All right, straight off the bat, Adam Fanua Blake, the best player they've got. Yeah. Uh, um, in saying that, I have did, marked He did pay off... a lot of money for Jeremy Marshall King and Tarek Sims. You'd want big things from them. <laughs> oh, well, Jeremy Marshall King's going to be the top five hooker I can't, um, he, he, in the NRL. So. He, he, topped, he topped me on both those players. Yeah. I was just like, when I saw I lost Jeremy Marshall King to 9.30, I was like, yeah, okay, well, I was never going to pay that much for him. And then when I saw Tariq Sims, I was like, are you serious? He's paying over a, a million. million. I'm like, you have him. Have him. <laughs> yeah. A million twenty. But look, if you got the money, why not throw the cash? Uh, and he also picked up Luke Keary in the uh, bidding as well, but he picked him up at base rate. So... No, he drafted him. Oh, okay, well, in that case, I've made that the wrong colour. Uh, but he also picked up Kirk yeah, Capewell, Jake Trebojevic. Uh, DCE and Cameron Cameron McInnes. What happened to him? Did I hear he might be out for the first game or two? Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't heard but, that, but maybe. Still a very good pickup. Knee, knee Rico, so every chance. Did, yeah, this could be the year because he's also got Kalen Ponga and Latrell Mitchell. Um, this could be the year he takes that next step. And makes it all the way to... Well, first, it was him that I played in the grand final last year oh, yeah. and wiped the floor with him, along with the 100-point-plus game that I did earlier on in the year with him. Look, they were scarred going into the game. You, yeah. you can't blame them, to be fair. fair. So hopefully they've recovered from them scars and uh, 2022 turns around for them. I just hope, uh, I hope he has a good year, enjoys this one, and stays in the comp. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cabbage, best player, Josh Papali. Um, Papali'i? Papali'i? I, I think, think he picked up... Paul, Paul Vaughan will come close to it this year. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, you know what? I probably I don't think, doubt that. I think he'll do very similar to what he did when he joined the Dragons. Yeah. So you think about he was... When he was at Raiders, he was, you know, playing the house down and then all of a sudden struggled in the side. Yeah. Got his release, went to the Dragons, found a love for footy again. And Smash it. was, you know, makes New South Wales. Um, I think... Yeah, there's there's a real real chance that I think he's just that sort of player that yeah. you need to um, he needs to change things up. He gets stale, yeah. like you know, one of the senior players and not part of a leadership group at the Dragons. I think you know speaks volumes as to he's he's not that player that has that discipline to just keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I do think like yes, Josh Josh properly. Probably is going to be his gun, but I do think Paul Vaughan's probably going to do Paul Vaughan's there. Uh, I think he did well picking up Christian Welch, Takiaho, and Tavita Pengoy uh, in the draft. And then, you know what? Fodawaka, Nico Hines, and Matt Dufty in the uh, bidding. No, no, Nico was his loyal, I think, wasn't he? Ah, okay. Either way, I've coloured it a certain way. Yeah, look, sorry, look, don't let truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> I don't think they're a terrible team, I'm going to be honest. No. Well, we um, said this like, during draft. I was like, Jesus Christ, he's, he's much more entertaining when he rocks up drunk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, crazy Horses, well, like Tommy Trebojevic, David Fafita is clearly oh. their uh, uh, best player. But he also picked up Tino... Ola Kawatu, Joseph Tarpanay, and Joseph Saab in the draft. Um, I think them three forwards there uh, probably all how back long's, um, as well. How long is Ola Kawatu out for? 
Uh, I have to find out, but I do think it's a couple of weeks. I think he's done himself. Uh, no, it was just a hyperextended elbow. Oh, so he's, he's in a fight for round one. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I thought, I thought but, they said yeah. he'd broken. I was like, hmm, okay. Nah, oh, look, I'm not going to lie. I'll have to read that. When, when I heard about the injury, my first thoughts were, that's a Farabara. Oh, yeah. And then I know <laughs> oh, that was last year. No, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think he's a great pickup. It's just oh, yeah. uh, whether or not, how fast. I think I think he back. was on on all our lists. Yeah. Now, look, a little bit of insight here. Kev may or may not have missed the first round of bids, <laughs> and I think it kind of showed after that because his best two bids that I could think of were Nat Butcher and Kevin Nagama. Hey, look, Nat Nat Butcher so... is not a bad pickup. I don't think they're bad. No. Nah. Like, I have highlighted them. It's just, considering some of the other highlights so far we've talked about and possibly what we've still got to talk about. Well, I think Nat, I, Nat Butcher's probably a season or two away from being a starter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like no, a, I agree. A, reg, a regular starter. If Even yeah. this year, like, if he was put into the starting size, just like, that, it, it's just got a few players ahead of him, I guess. Like, you know, you've got Radley, yeah. you've got Tupanua. Um and who's that other guy? Ah, oh, some, some nuffy beaver. Crichton. Ah, oh, don't, don't bite. Don't that's be, fine. Don't don't be paying out on my beavers, mate. <laughs> They're number one. All um, right. But no, like I do like something a phoenix can't say just yet. Hey, hey, I've gone many years saying I'm at number one. <laughs> I've just never finished the year saying that. <laughs> um, and as much like. At the end of the day, he, uh, there's a few here. Joseph Manu, Ryan Pappenhausen, Selwyn Cobbo, and Xavier Savage. Uh, I think he's actually got a pretty solid back line. And with them forwards that we just mentioned, mm. um, I, I just think, you know what? Crazy Horses are that solid team year in, year out, aside from when they got the wooden spoon for a couple of years there. Yeah. Um, but you just don't write them off. And I think this is another year like that for them. And finally, we move on to Lord well, Farquhar. Just, just one thing. Let's let's point out something with Crazy Horses. I think yeah. the biggest thing for them is 1.398 million left in their cap. Yep. Yeah. That's their best so, thing so far. So, kid, consider yourself no chance of signing any breakaway player <laughs> throughout the season because Kev will throw all of that at him if he has to. Um. Lord Farquhar, the, look, there's two here that Jason Tomalolo and Nathan Brown. Uh, yeah. I think if you if you put them both into your back row, uh, you're going to go a long way. And then he picked up Kaloa Matangi during the draft yeah. as well. No, uh, no, he was his loyal, wasn't he? He picked up, oh, yeah, well, he picked up okay. Tomalolo. In the oh, draft, yeah, he was he was a loyal. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he had Jack White and Justin Ollum and Josh Adokar. Mm. Um, during the draft, and then picked up Cody Ramsey during the bidding. Um, so that's that's a pretty good pick up to get Ramsey. Yeah, pay for it. yeah, five. That's not bad. Three oh five. Yeah. Um. So you know, like I'm looking at them. Look, it's a solid team. I think they've got a good backline. Uh, I did mention Kenny Bromwich and Sean Kepi as well as his pick up in the. But Sean Kepi, I've gone a bit cold on since the the trial games. Uh, really needs a bit of glue on his hands. Yeah, geez, you you were ready to rip him apart. 
man, yeah, oh, I, I seriously was going to throw quite a bit of money at him. He paid four ten, and then after the trial games, I certainly wouldn't have been paying too much more than that for him anyway. But Justin Ollum, I'm, <laughs> I was devastated hearing pick him up. I, <laughs> I really should have shown be. a bit more loyalty early uh, for him. Um, but again, uh, another solid team. I genuinely look at the teams this year poorly, and I think it's probably the closest it's going to be. Now, a little bit of insider information, looking at his team, if you could have Brent Naden in that side, would you? In which side? In this, in Lord Farquhar. Would you have Brent Naden there? Instead of who? Uh, I can't remember who, but would you take Brent Naden in? I probably would. He turned down that trade from... Uh, Benji Brilliance. Yeah, but who was Benji? Oh, I'm for? pretty sure Benji was just. Oh, I'm, I think he was just putting out some nuffy. As in, like he he's uh. He's Brent Naden, and then I don't know who he was trying to do the trade with. But like, I don't think he was trying to do like a bullshit. No, hey, give me Jake. Like Kampala. I wouldn't swap Kaloa Matangi. For no, Brent no, Naden. I don't. I don't think it was anything you know like I mean? that. It was. Oh. Like, it was a decent, yeah. decent offering. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I hope Brayton Aiden doesn't get too much of a run because I think that puts Aaron Shoop in a bit of strife and then all of a sudden I've got three outside backs that can't even crack the starting lineup. Yeah. and thinking, fuck, I hope they're there at the end of the year then. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. Um, and I think that's probably what's going to bring my title defence a little bit closer to the pack is the fact that my outside backs aren't as strong as some of the others, other than Tommy Turbo. Yeah. But, mate, that's but all mate, you needed last year. Uh, you're 100% right. You're 100% right, mate. But uh, that's the the season. Did you want to have a wild stab at who you think he's going to finish first? Freckled Phoenix. All right, look, I'd be lying to say I wasn't going to say Biggins Beavers, so that's a fair call, mate. That's, <laughs> I think you're on crack, but it's a fair call, mate. Well, what do you think, Paulie? I think uh, that's that's us done, and we kept it under the 90 minutes, which is good. The 90 minutes, which is good, yes. Um, look, I, I think it's good. We might have to get an earlier start on the old recording, but sure, let's... Yeah. Oh. Look, the fact that we probably spoke for half hour before recording didn't help. Mate, yeah, 100%. That is what it was, <laughs> to be fair. It was a good catch-up. But, mate, I've, I've had a lot of fun with this again. I hope the boys have enjoyed it. A um, little bit of stick given out there. I think there are a few taunts that I was supposed to throw in there, but I've had a few wines, so yeah. I've forgotten what they are. Just remind me through the week so I can throw them into the next Not uh, Not just podcast. that, boys, but uh, remember, we will be looking to... To keep the go away bitch tradition going, I love that segment. So absolutely, uh, let's let's get some of the shit out there. I do think that uh, Frankie had a really good one to you the other day, and I'm not going to say it now because we may be <laughs> still too soon. That's why. <laughs> right. no, I was going to say we, you know we may be hitting on a raw nerve, but holy <laughs> that... shit, did I piss myself laughing when I read that. He... He has started the go away bitch very well there. Um, you know what? Even I had a chuckle. I'd like. I nearly turned to Lara and said, L- "Listen to what Frankie's talking about there." Uh, but how good, mate! So yes, go away bitch. You, this is what's going to kick off the banner page. Now I know that the majority of you do actually listen to this. 
Um, <laughs> make sure you get the the taunts out there, yeah. banter going. It's going to be fun. But, mate, I've had a good night tonight. Thank you very Thanks, much. Uh, hopefully I can get the edit done and I'll have it up online by tomorrow night. Get Fingers it out crossed. to us Friday. Yeah. And, look, guys, uh, while you're listening to this, the weather probably is still around, so just make sure you drive safe while you're on the road. Remember to get home to your families. Um, I know it's not easy when it's pouring down rain and the floods are out there. Don't be stupid. Don't do anything. Uh, you're not 100% sure you're going to get away safely with, as I said, return home to your families. Um, and, yeah, stay safe as you can. Screw right. with the public service announcement. Oh, look, I just Mate, think, you, like, you, it's you're scary good at, You're times. good at this. You are really good at this. Yeah, thank you. Like, when you, you, bring it, you bring it back to, like, yes, we've just been taking the piss out of each other and whatnot, and then you just bring it back to something serious and, like, definitely has weight. Good job, mate. Oh, th- thank you very much, mate. Thank you. But again, we I've enjoyed uh, bringing this to the boys. And uh, you know what, Ernest, this goes for you too, mate. You be careful how you throw that little line trimmer around, all right? Because the hedge <laughs> trimmer, there's certain things that hang off the body. You don't want to get caught in that bad boy. So you two stay safe while you're trimming there. And don't do it out here. If you've got an electric one, for the love of God, mate, don't do it in the rain. All right. Especially, Again, especially when you go stupid. through the cord like you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Paulie, your legend, thank you very much, mate. Uh, I enjoyed thank it. You. I look forward to the rest of the season with you. Leaves us with our sign-off. So, uh, Squib, you want to take it away? Oh, see you later, sports fans. Bye, fans, sports. See, see ya. ya. <laughs>